0: There is no longer Jew or Greek There is no longer slave or free There is no longer male or female For you are one in Christ Jesus
1: Hello friends, welcome to Yours, Mine and Ours Stories of Faith and Life Stories are like windows to people's deepest self and inner life through our stories, we share who we are and what God has done and is doing in our lives. Thanks to our guest, we will have a fantastic opportunity of listening to funny, engaging, and profound stories of regular people, like you and me, in their journey with Jesus. Don't miss it out, and join us. Hello, hello friends, Springfield Heights family. Today, I have special guest. Because we have Hilde Dirksen with us. Welcome, Hilde. Thank you. It's Thanks so for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad to have you here. And Hilde has been a member of Spring Hill Heights for many years. She is right now chair council. Which is kind of a very demanding position. Uh, <laughs> I, I just feel like sometimes it may it may feel like a like a full time job or something like that. You yes,
0: know? lately. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So uh, she came from. Well, you were born in Curitiba, Brazil. Yes, never been in Brazil, but they. I know that they have amazing beaches, so mm-hmm. I would love to be there. You recently retired. You, you are not. You have not been retired for such a long time, so you are still pretty young. Uh, you have many gifts. You are married. Or married to Ed. So. This is an amazing opportunity for me to, you know, get to know you and perhaps even for our people who haven't had the opportunity to get to know you better. Mm. So, Mm -hmm. welcome here. Thank you. So happy to have you. Hildy, well, you know, we always start with this kind of, you know, more relaxing questions and I just want to know who... Who is Hilly Dirksen? I mean, I've seen you at church. I know you are very passionate and music. I, I, I actually, I had the chance to see you singing in a trio here at church, and that was amazing. Mm. So, who, who are you?
0: It's a simple question, but not so simple to answer. I know. So, <laughs> well, I am. Uh, almost 63 years old. Uh-huh. My birthday is on Thursday. Uh-huh. And yes, I am retired. Um, okay. It was a kind of a forced retirement because a company I worked for was uh, being bought out. Okay. But I have no problem with that because I love not working full time <laughs> and especially that job. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but yes, I am a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a We have children and grandchildren, and my grandmother and Oma, and uh, my daughter, I take care of my mother, and uh, I have siblings, Uh and so I am that, all that, (laughs) and a few other things, I suppose. I'm not sure how to describe myself.
1: That's okay. (laughs) Yeah. What what do you say are some of the unique features that you have? Unique features? Wow.
0: That's a good question. (laughs) You know, I think I look at myself as i I consider myself a people person. I like okay. people, and yeah, yeah. I can engage with people easily in mm-hmm. most cases. yeah, I do my best <laughs> and I enjoy also getting to know people, yeah, and I always try to be friendly and uh and uh, look at people as individuals and not be judgmental in any way right. so right. I try to do that.
1: Good. Yeah. One of the things that I, to me, it's kind of still, you know, new, uh, coming from my country in Chile. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get married, um, women normally don't change their last names. Right. They don't assume their right. husband's last name and yes. vice versa. It doesn't happen in, in Latin America. Right. Um. So I remember my first episode. Our first episode here, I had the chance to interview your mom. Yes, <laughs> and that was a fascinating story. I have so much, I have so much fun. Uh, so, your last name is Siemens uh, originally. originally, right? Now it's yes. Dirksen, but originally it was Siemens. So, what can you tell me about the Siemens?
0: <laughs> well, first of all, I was a Siemens, and then a Janssen and then a Dirksen. Okay, so yeah. I had to, I changed my name twice. It was wow. not not easy to do that, but uh, a lot of work. Well, yeah, it's. I don't know. I had I had trouble with that in uh-huh. my first marriage. Yep. Just to change my last name. Not that I had anything against the last name. Right. It was just all of a sudden you're you have a different last name. Yeah. It's just it's sometimes hard. To, I know. For some people, it's easier, guys. But I for know. me, it was hard. Uh, what was your question about Siemens? Sorry
1: What can you tell me about the Siemens? Oh, about the Siemens <laughs> about, about your family
0: My family Well, my parents uh, were both uh, people who survived World War II Yes And they found each other after the war huh. And um, they married They married in Brazil And All right. had uh, three children uh-huh. And I'm the middle child You are the middle child, uh-huh, like myself a Middle child, you uh-huh. know what that's like, right? I know <laughs> <laughs> we often joke about that I know yeah,
1: I that. Um, my, We are more independent though We are, we are more independent And, and, I think, and apparently yeah. smarter I agree <laughs> 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 The good thing my brothers, my siblings are not listening yeah. to this
0: <laughs> um, No, I was, uh, yeah uh, We grew up in a home, a loving home yeah. My parents both had um, a lot of things to deal with Uh, Because of their past experiences, Uh um, they wanted to move to Canada all along and Uh so finally they were able to in 1968 when we came and I was nine when we arrived here. Very young. So uh, yeah, my parents were loving. Uh-huh. We grew up in a good home, and they did their best. Sure, I want to say that they both had their struggles. Uh-huh. Uh, my dad had lots of struggles too because mm-hmm. of what he experienced. Yes, and you know people like that who have been in refugee camps. Who my dad was a POW after the war. Wow, lost all of his family members. Mm-hmm. He was reunited with his uh, two siblings about forty years later. Really. In the 80s. And so, you know, wow. that shapes a person, right? Absolutely. And so he had some struggles, but he was a very good dad. Uh-huh. He loved us and he would do anything for us. And oh. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. So, yeah. Do you do you have any memories about the life in Brazil? Not much. Not much? No. Okay.
0: It's very interesting. Mom and I talk about that often because yeah. I don't know why I don't have much memory of that. Uh, we have lots of pictures. And when you were young. I was young. Yeah. When we came to Canada, I was, I think, a little bit traumatized. Oh, okay. I didn't like it here.
1: I oh. just wanted to go home. Really? It was hard for you. That it was transition. hard for me.
0: Yeah, the yeah. culture shock and missing my friends. Uh-huh. I left my dog behind. Oh. I was nine, right?
1: What language did you speak? Uh, we spoke back then?
0: Portuguese, and at home we always spoke German. Okay. Yep. and school it was Portuguese, but in uh, and German too, I think. (laughs) But when we came to Canada, then we had to learn English, and we still spoke German at home. So eventually, the Portuguese just
1: gone, gone. Yeah, yeah. I always say to people, you know, when when you learn another language, but if you don't use it, you You lose it. You lose it. Mm -hmm. It's it's just the reality. Absolutely, and that's it. That's that's interesting. And uh, you came with uh, your siblings and and your parents uh, to Canada, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how how was life back then here in Canada? Must be very different, right? It was
0: different. And, um, you know, my parents had to... Now, in hindsight, I was a child, so I uh-huh. didn't really pay attention to all that. But yeah. uh, now, in hindsight, I see how difficult it was for them. Right. They came here with nothing. Yeah. Had to start all over again and uh-huh. learn the language. Uh-huh. My mom w- it was very good at wanting to learn English, okay. whereas my dad was a little bit more stubborn in that sense. Okay. <laughs> he worked in a factory together with a lot of other German-speaking people. Right. Actually, they were mostly Mennonites, I think. Okay. And so, he thought, what do I... I need to learn the English language right. for her. <laughs> so he was a little bit more stubborn in that sense. But, uh, yeah, it was just hard all around to start fresh, you know, yeah. as a new an, an immigrant, right? Right,
1: mm-hmm. right. And what can you tell me about perhaps some of the, uh, um, I don't know, uniqueness of, of your family? I mean, every family has its own ways to have fun. Every ha- family has its own ways to... You know, to relate to each other, have some kind of amazing memories. What, what can you tell me perhaps about your dad or your mom? They were storytellers. Were they, I don't know, uh, jokers, uh, maybe co- communicative or I, I don't
0: yeah, know. Yeah. Well, my dad was a jokester. He liked to joke around. Dad okay. loved people. Okay. And uh, loved to joke around. He loved to sit and just chat. Oh. And uh, we, as a family, we often played games, like board games together.
1: Oh, nice.
0: One thing that I remember about um, home life too back then was my mom, my sister and I, when we would do the dishes after supper, we we always sang. We sang together. Really? Yeah. We would just sing. We'd have the radio on or a record on and we'd sing along. It was just something we did. It was just, nice. yeah, it was good memories, you know.
1: Do you remember any any kind of music uh, that you listened to
0: around those days? Yeah, we listened to a lot of, you may not know this name, but Heinke.
1: Okay.
0: a German singer. Okay. He was a young singer. Okay. Uh, we we listened to a lot of sacred and also secular. Yeah. Uh, Schlager hits, as they were called in German. <laughs> uh, those kind of things. I don't know. I can't really recall right now, but yeah. No, that's why, but that's amazing. Yeah. You know, I... Also hymns, you know. Okay. Yeah.
1: Amazing. So yeah. Your, your love for music came from a very early yeah, age, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. My sister and I, we were known in Brazil. Okay. My mom talks about this all the time. Ah. And I have some recollections. Okay. Uh, so my dad built us a swing in the backyard. And we would swing together. Uh-huh. It was a tall swing. And we would sing together. We would, and as people, our neighbors would walk by in the front, they would stop and listen.
1: Oh, yeah! That's amazing. <laughs> it's kind of
0: weird, but yeah.
1: Do you have only sisters, right?
0: An older sister and a younger brother.
1: So you have siblings. Yes. Do you all sing?
0: I'm the only one that continued to sing. Oh, Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh wow! That's and fascinating. Uh, we were never like formally educated in music, but uh-huh. we just all love to sing. We love to listen to music, yeah. and yeah, that was just part of our life.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, when you moved to Canada, you were saying that uh, it was kind of a little bit shocking. And that's kind of very normal. I mean, we all, wh- whoever comes f- or move from one country to another has some experience with a cultural shock. Mm-hmm. Um, what was one of the hardest things for you around those days? Was it school? Was it friendship? Was it the language? Was everything in between?
0: Um, I, what I remember Mm -hmm. is that I found that the people were different in us, in, in, for example, we would walk down a sidewalk and a stranger Mm -hmm. would approach us and we would walk, they would walk the other way and they wouldn't look at you. I wasn't used to that. Where I came from, everybody greeted each other. Exactly. Yeah. And that didn't happen here. And I remember as a child that, uh, that was a surprise to me and I didn't like that. I found people to be unfriendly in that way. Yeah, sure. But it's just the way it was here, though. Mm -hmm. You don't talk to just anybody here, right? (laughs) But where we came from, we just, I don't know, it was just something you do there. You greet, you smile at each other, you greet each other, right? Yeah. That's just what I remember. And here it's not like that. I just also have one memory that was hard for me. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I had never seen snow before.
1: Oh, and
0: so the, that's right. The first snowfall. I remember I went to Princess Margaret School. Yeah. I was in grade four, uh-huh. and I came out the door, and I will never forget this because I came out and I, everything was white outside, oh. and I was just in awe of this snow. Right. right? All of a sudden, boom! I had a snow snowball in my head, <laughs> and it just shocked me. And I looked uh, just across the street, and right. there was there was this. Boy, yes. he he aimed it right at me and hit me with a snowball. Oh! Of course, I cried uh, yes. because I didn't know anything about snowballs and all that. And he was just laughing. I still know. I remember who he is. Wow! He lives, he lives here in this area. Really? <laughs> Talk to him one of these days.
1: Maybe you can target him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was just, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it was just one of those bizarre moments yes. that doesn't leave your memory bank. Yeah, and absolutely. it just shocked me. You yeah. know. And I thought, he's so mean. How would, Why would he do that to me? Yeah. But they were just kids fooling around, right? Yeah. So. yeah. I don't
1: know. Good. That's what I remember, right? Now. And where did you study your high school? Where did you go? River East Collegiate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. And what did you do then, after that?
0: I worked for a graphic arts company That's right. uh, for about 18 years altogether.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I love that job. Uh, I was a small business. I mm-hmm. uh, loved the people that I worked with. Right. Uh, that company went under due to technology. Oh. Because technology technology changed so much that yes, the services that they provided weren't necessary anymore. Uh-huh. Uh Yeah, and I took. Then after that, I took a course at Red River College right. because I needed to upgrade my computer skills. And then I worked for a publishing company for eight years. That was a very stressful eight years,
1: yeah
0: uh because the expectations were way too high uh-huh. and then after that, I worked for m t s for thirteen years
1: wow and best
0: you- best paying job I ever had, but the most boring job I ever had.
1: oh wow, yeah, oh. <laughs> what do you have to do there?
0: I worked in treasury,
1: yeah, oh it just
0: mon very yeah. uninteresting (laughs) day-to-day stuff. I I worked in a cubicle. I sat in a cubicle. Yeah, I know. Worked for a big corporation where nobody cares about you. It was like that. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I was very thankful because... I paid into a pension plan. Yeah, sure. And so when I left, I could at least collect a little bit of pension. So that <laughs> good and bad to everything, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Hildy, thank you for sharing uh, a lot of your family stories and and your life. We we appreciate that when people you know share what what has how their lives has been and how and and how they have faced some of the challenges that life itself presents. And how they also, you know, are able um, to move on mm-hmm. despite the the challenges and sometimes the difficulties. So thank you. If if you can look back, and this is kind of a tough question, but maybe I, I'm going to ask you in this way: if you can uh, look back to your to your life, what would you say have been one of the happiest moments of your life? Mm. That is a tough question, because there isn't
0: just one yes, of there's course. been there have been many happy moments. And the first thing that pops in my head, of course, is family, right? Yeah So I've been married twice, uh-huh. so wedding days, of course, are happy moments. yeah, we have children. Uh-huh. those are happy moments, uh-huh. grandchildren, very happy moments yeah. too. So all that. but aside from family, I would say, what sticks out in my mind is a choir tour that I was involved in okay. in 2013. I was on a choir tour in Europe with the Faith and Life Women's Chorus. Yeah, okay, yeah. We toured uh, parts of Germany, the Netherlands, and a city in France. Nice. We sang in uh-huh. co- at concerts in big cathedrals. Wow. Uh, in worship services, and we met some great people there. Uh-huh and just the camaraderie we had with each other right. and the touring and the sightseeing yeah. it was if i could do those 2 weeks over i would do it exactly the way it was it was so perfect
1: wow for it, how long did you do that
0: it was 16 days altogether with yeah. two, two travel days
1: so how f- many people do you remember we were
0: about 50 i
1: think really it's a, it's
0: i think we were big about 50 choir, huh? yeah well uh, there were some husbands that came along so okay, they weren't okay. all choir members
1: Beautiful. But it
0: was so much. It was just such a great experience. Not just fun, but it it was a spiritual experience yes. for me as well. It's a journey. It was a journey. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah so, if you talk about happy moments, that
1: definitely comes to mind. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. What's the significance of of music, or perhaps even singing for you? It just
0: gives me joy. Uh-huh. I don't know. It it lifts me up. Music yes. always, and you know when I even when I'm down, mm-hmm. I like to listen to sad music. Okay, that lifts me up. It's weird, but it does. Uh-huh. Or I listen to opera when I'm down. Okay, it lifts me up. Uh-huh. When I'm cleaning the house, okay, I like everybody to go away so oh. that I can turn up the music. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's opera, sometimes it's
1: Elvis Presley. Depends what I'm there in the mood for. Oh, go. <laughs> good for you. That's. A, Music has the... Well, first of all, music is a kind of a new language, a different language. Mm -hmm. That's that's what amazes me. But on the other hand, music has this beauty that connects us in different levels, and it connects with our souls, but Mm -hmm. also connects us with God, connects us with others, and it brings that kind of, you know different emotions that mm-hmm. uh, make us feel that we are human. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And and that's the beauty that mm-hmm. I really appreciate of music. I love to sing. I don't sing much uh, out loud. I'm not a good singer. But I love to sing. I, I, I love to listen to music, yeah. you know, and just... Yeah. Uh,
0: it's good, yeah. for, good for the soul. Absolutely.
1: Exactly.
0: We used to tease my dad. He okay. couldn't hold a tune, okay. but he would sing like crazy and <laughs> we would love it. He would just sing way off tune, but it didn't matter. <laughs> it just, doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't right. matter. Just yes. sing. Yeah. Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for sharing those those things, Nealey. Having this conversation with Hilde Dirksen, our church uh, council chair, and I'm so glad to, to have you here with us today. Uh, we are going to transition into another kind of questions uh, more related to faith, and then we will move to church. But I, I love to ask pretty much the same question to all our guests because I found from each story something significant that I can take away. So let me ask you, Hilly, how did you come to faith?
0: Well, I was born into a family of faith. Okay. So it wasn't something that just uh, kind of happened in one day. You know, as mm. uh, many people that you're, You kind of take the steps, the next steps that you have to take as a Christian and as far as baptism is concerned Uh and that sort of thing too. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, you just learn as you go. And uh, there were times sometimes when, you know, you question God. Yeah, sure. I've had those moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I've been very blessed to Uh be uh, surrounded by Christian people Mm -hmm. who then put me back in place sometimes,
1: too. So that's <laughs> okay. good. Yeah. Do you do you have people in mind that you can tell, you know, these are the kind of people or these are the people who have helped me to walk in my journey mm. with Jesus?
0: Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of people, I yeah. think, in my life that have helped me and... um as I got older, I just also learned more and was more interested in learning more right. about uh, what it means to have faith in something that is so mysterious. Yes, as God yes. is right, yes. as as the whole uh, Christianity is really, mm-hmm. and um, learning to just be have faith as a child. Yeah, is sometimes hard to do, but yeah, really that's the bottom line, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember anything about your baptism?
0: What I remember is that there was a huge group. Okay. I can't remember exactly how many people, but I think we had a group of uh, almost 40 people being baptized.
1: Really? Yes. That's a big number.
0: I can, I'm can. i going to dig up that photo and show it to you one of these days. Okay. Yeah. Good. In 1976, there was a, a large group of people being baptized, and I was part of that group. Uh huh.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you have any memory about it? Do you remember, you know, something about the occasion?
0: I was very shy in those days. Yeah. I remember being very nervous because every all eyes would be on me. Yes. Uh that's what I remember. Uh-huh. I wish I wish I would remember more, but yeah. that's kind of what I remember because I was I was very shy in those uh-huh. days.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Good. I have had the chance to be in in contact with different traditions Christian traditions Lutheran Baptist Pentecostals Mennonites etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. and in every tradition uh, there are ways to help us in, in 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 to get into the space of baptism and then uh, to continue following after Christ mm-hmm. uh, did you have to do some kind of catechism yes. or yes lessons? we had cate-
0: catechism classes uh-huh. with Reverend Isaac okay. he was our pastor at, in those days yeah um One thing that, in hindsight, I'm very happy that we don't have this procedure anymore. What we had to do was, in those days, we gave our testimony on a Thursday evening. Each of you? Uh, Yes, uh, at a member meeting. It was a member meeting, we had to give our testimonies, Uh and then we had to leave, and then the membership uh, would vote whether... It was acceptable that we would be baptized and become members. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I'm so, so thankful that that's not practiced anymore. Uh Because that was... um, Just going through that procedure was a deterrent for me to not be baptized It's a lot of pressure. So much pressure. Wow. And just so... uh, um, It's almost like you were voted into
1: a club. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I understand. What I, I you was mean.
0: always very unhappy with that. Uh-huh. Uh the way but that's just how it was done those days. Sure. Yeah. Very thankful that it's not like that anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah. Wow. Wow. And in your in your walk with with Christ, what would you say are some of the things that brings you bring you closer to God? Uh do you have any practices? Do you have any activities? Do you have any, I don't know. Well, rhythms that you, yeah, you know, perform
0: I'm praying, of course, right? Uh-huh. Is is for me the time with God? And, you know, it's so interesting because all those years when I was working, yeah, uh, my my drive from home to work was my quiet time, and that yeah. was my prayer time.
1: Yeah, it was yeah.
0: always that way. I would just pray the entire way from right. home to work. Yeah, that was my time alone with God. Yeah. And after doing that for so many years, I still find myself doing that because I did that on the way here. Now, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. and I, I just—it's almost like that song. I come to the garden, right? But the garden for me is the car. Yeah, it's like that's my alone time
1: yeah. with yeah. God.
0: So. And even when I go to the grocery store, when uh-huh. I drive by myself in the car, yeah. it's my prayer time.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that uh, somehow we need that that space to be with your own soul and mm-hmm. be with God, mm-hmm. and then there is the connection, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can—I don't know—I I, I love the gift of prayer because it. I feel I feel it's a kind of safe place in, in where you can express whatever is in your yes, heart,
0: exactly.
1: And sometimes there are not nice. Things in your heart Right And that's completely okay Right Right It's mm-hmm. completely okay to say Hey God I, I'm, I'm not happy today mm-hmm. I, I, Or I have something against you Or "Or, or where are you Or, or what is this happening to me And many other things that we express And of course Praise, worship And asking for other things But mm-hmm. you know I love that That kind of connection In privacy Yes I would say
0: And you know Even you I, I sometimes say to God I know this is so petty uh-huh. But, but Please, can you help me with this? You know, yes. something yes. like that. Yes. Like you can just be completely yourself, right? Yes. yes, and not worry about what the next person may be thinking when you're praying, because uh-huh. that's sometimes in my mind when yeah. you're praying in a group. Yeah, because yeah. some people really have a gift of prayer—prayer prayer, like using words that are encouraging to others as yeah. they pray. Yeah. I don't know if I have that. I don't think I do. Uh-huh. So when I pray alone, it just feels
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just you and God, and that's yes. the beauty of it, you mm-hmm. know. It, again, it's like a—I don't know if it would be correct to use the w- the word privacy, but it's like having kind of uh, an appointment uh, with God. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's
0: in- intimate, right? So, exactly,
1: just the two of us. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: You mentioned it uh, before that uh, we we have those kind of tough seasons in life. How do you hold on when life gets tough?
0: We have been through a journey yeah. of tough life, uh-huh. I want to say. Um, I know I've talked a little bit about this already. We had about seven years of hardship in our family. Right. Where I had cancer, uh-huh. had to deal with all that. Uh, our kids were just teenagers. Wow. Our Sarah was only 11. It was very oh, hard on her. Absolutely. So to go through that journey. And then um, a year and a half or so later, my husband got sick. Uh-huh. 15 months later, he passed away.
1: Uh-huh.
0: A year after that, I had cancer again. Wow. So there was a lot that yeah. happened those during those seven years. And we just, uh, you take one day at a time, but you also uh-huh. rely on others then to be praying for you, right? Yes, yes. And I think that, and I know that people were praying for us. Okay. And that always, knowing that, mm-hmm. always lifted me up too. Uh-huh. So, just knowing people were there for us, not only just praying, but doing doing things for us. Like, we had a lot of help from our church community uh-huh. with meals. Oh, meals were brought yes. to us sometimes. Yes. I remember one time, one person came over and just helped. It was in the fall, and I uh, we needed help with uh, lawn care,
1: yeah. Yeah. and they helped
0: us with that. I remember one time... Um, I needed help with getting to the doctor, uh-huh. so somebody came and helped with that. Just just things like that. There was a lot more. Yeah. And I don't want to name names because I'll probably forget someone. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. do that. But
1: I understand. we had a
0: lot of people who were, you know, people who were serving in that sense. Yes. And helping us because yeah. we needed help. Yeah. And yeah. I will always treasure that.
1: Yeah. That's amazing because some some people don't don't understand or don't see the value of a uh, faith community of church community mm-hmm. but in those moments when when you get the support and 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 you experience the love and care of others uh, yes on your life then you you really understand oh you say oh it makes sense yes absolutely <laughs> it, it's a beautiful absolutely thing, yeah yes. especially when they, they support supported yes You know what, Hilly, I would love to um, get into the space of church now. You have been a member of Springfield Heights for many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have been, um, how's the expression, through thick and thin
0: yes. <laughs> in,
1: in, in our congregation. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, in my case, I've been here just uh, almost five years, and it's mm-hmm. been amazing. Uh, but I assume that so many things have changed over the last, let's say, 20 years Um People, people change, we change uh, as individuals. Uh, people go, people come back. Uh, there is a kind of unique thing in, in our congregation that is fascinating to me. We have people coming from Paraguay and stay here for, for a while, and they go, they go back to Paraguay, and mm-hmm. sometimes they come back again to Canada and come to our church. Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of dynamics um, that are very specific to, to our community. Um, In your view, what are some of the most significant changes that our congregations have experienced or has experienced over the last 20 years? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, there has been a lot of changes. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the factors is that uh, many of the elders have passed away. Uh So a lot of those elders were very hardworking people here in this church over time, right? And then as newer people were coming in, um, sometimes culture changes a little bit, yeah. or the way things are done uh-huh. change. Uh-huh. And I think we have become, as a result, divis- we are, we have been divided.
1: Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, so
0: I I, there has been more division Okay. the last years. Okay. That's how I, I look at it. That's uh-huh. how I feel. Uh-huh. So, and I know we're struggling a little bit yeah. with all that. And of course, that's why we're... Happy to have Pastor Ben with us. He's right. going to help us see through th- through all this.
1: Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I appreciate your words because <clears throat> for some people it's it's hard to say these kind of things. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I feel it's it's easier for us to to not acknowledge these things and put it under the rug. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yes. It's like yes. let's let's place the dirt and and hide it. Yeah. But sometimes it's so appropriate and and helpful and healthy just to say. You know, there are times in a, in the life of a congregation when we are not at a good spot, which doesn't mean that we will remain there. Right. Because this is an opportunity to take a look to ourselves and then we could potentially move forward mm-hmm. and, and make some, some good decisions uh, uh, in this. Mm-hmm. I assume you have met uh, many pastors. I don't know how many have been at, at Springfield Heights.
0: Yeah, we've or, had a few. Yes. Yeah? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Right. Do you do you remember any anyone that uh, perhaps um, left you a good a good taste, a good impression, uh, that they gave you something that you still you know carry uh, 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 up to now.
0: Yeah, that's um
1: That's a tough question. A as tough well, question
0: right? because I mean all of our pastors have had their good sides and some maybe not so positive sides, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's just human yeah humanity. Yeah. We
1: um, are not perfect.
0: No, we are no <laughs> I one's perfect. So. No, no, absolutely not. Uh yeah, I don't want to you know pick favorites. Sure. But sure. I just want to say that uh when Pastor Jake Harms came in as an interim pastor. Okay. He just really um for me personally, he really lifted me up. Okay, he was a huge encouragement to me. Okay, and um, uh, yeah, I think if I were to name someone, mm-hmm. I would name
1: him mm-hmm. 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 as a pastor. Right, right. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. I, I think um, my my idea here is not not picking people, but on the other hand, I think always about what Scripture tells us about honoring mm-hmm. our elders, honoring mm-hmm. those who have. Who walk alongside us? Mm-hmm. I realized, and I'm perhaps over the years, I'm becoming more aware that uh, I haven't made myself. I have received a lot of input and positive encouragement from others, especially within the church. Mm. And and looking back, in, even in my life, I, I'm I'm so thankful. Mm-hmm. for so many people who mm-hmm. have been there for me mm-hmm. who believed in me who right. lift me up who encouraged me and who saw things that I didn't even see yes. in myself yes. when I was younger right and I'm thankful for those yes. for those things yes. right so it, it, that's I think is, is the intention of naming right. sometimes people yeah. here
0: and, and 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 if I may add to that like when George and Esther came on board as music ministers yeah George also did exactly what you just said he just saw in me some things, and and verbally, uh, he said it to me uh-huh. Uh-huh. that you know he uh, you're good at this. Yes, and I just sometimes you need to hear that. Right? Exactly, right. Like sometimes you do your best, but you know, I don't know, you know. A little you're bit, not so sure. Not so sure, yeah. but you know. And he just really, yeah, and and he knew what I was capable of. Yeah, he could see it, and yeah. we worked very well together. It was really yeah. A, three great years to work with uh-huh. him in music. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, he was a music pastor,
1: so. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Um, if you uh, take a look to, uh, to all the years you have been a member of at Springfield Heights, is there any particular time or any particular thing that you, you may say, you know what, I feel proud of what we have done here?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Perhaps there are several, but you can name a few if you want.
0: There are a few things that I would... Um, Look back at saying uh-huh. that where I was involved, yeah, yeah, yeah. that I think we're, uh, that, that I could be proud of, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, so, our trio, Bridget, Lurita and I, we sang together for many years. Yeah. And I know mostly the elderly people appreciate our, our music, but uh-huh. we always love to serve in that sense. Yeah. We also had a CD made. And we raised money and we bought uh-huh. a piano. The piano that's on the stage in the basement was really yes, it was. Wow. Uh, so we raised money f- with our CD to buy that piano. That's
1: a wonderful piano. Yeah. By the way,
0: we needed one at the time, uh-huh. and so that was really great. And also there were. Uh, I think mostly in the 90s So this is a long time ago But we were really big in, in choral music yeah. So we had choirs all the time yeah, yeah. And we did several choir exchanges With other churches So what we did was we would invite a choir to come and um, worship with us on a Sunday morning. And then we'd have lunch together with them. Oh,
1: And then we would do
0: the same and go to their church.
1: That must be nice.
0: Oh, that was great. It was a great way to connect with other churches. Exactly. And so, yeah, we as music committee, we coordinated all that. It was, yeah, I would say that was pretty special.
1: Right, right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, uh, well... (laughs) In, in the life of the church is very dynamic i mean uh, yeah you you know when when it begins but you don't know how things evolve and and, and where things end mm-hmm. you know uh and there are so many things in between if you uh can take a look to to your years here at Springfield heights what would you say have been some of the things that this congregation um has made for for the people that have have helped you to um, to get more mature in your faith to 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 dig deeper perhaps in in your faith.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I would say that we have had many opportunities to to learn. Right, just yeah. even our Bible studies that you coordinated yeah. uh, during COVID. Yeah, um, those. Those types of things, I uh-huh. think, are very helpful in in learning more and uh, deepening your faith, right? Right. Um, yeah, I can't. don't quite know how to answer your question otherwise.
1: That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Sometimes we have these kind of beautiful memories uh, about mm. some specific things that we have made at church. Mm-hmm. For example, I, I never was in Nicaragua, but uh, I have mm. heard beautiful stories yes, of yes. what our people have done. Uh, helping the the community yes. in San Benito, Nicaragua. So right. those kind of things right. are amazing for me, you know?
0: Yes, and they are amazing. And I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that right now, because just as you know, in our last council meeting, we are hoping to continue that support for That's Nicaragua. Right. Uh-huh. And uh, hopefully that will be an ongoing project uh-huh. that we can be involved in.
1: That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Our mm-hmm. partnership is, if I'm correct, with uh, a battle church in San Benito, Nicaragua. And, yes. Uh, most of the things we have done is building, uh, Part of the schools, I think uh, some classroom. And if I'm correct, in one year was the bathroom, actually. Yes. Right? Um,
0: yeah. I, th- I would yes. like say that. But things that's like amazing that. because mm-hmm.
1: those are concrete things that people can see. Yes. You know, where yes. people can see the work of the church, mm-hmm. uh, uh, of a community of right. faith. So that's amazing.
0: Well, we used to do more of, of uh, community th- uh work or uh-huh. serve service yeah. i want to say yeah back in the day right uh we used to form we used to um arrange for groups to go singing at union gospel mission once a month uh oh, nice. we even did uh there was one year where we were we went to the prison oh yeah fascinating. That, that, was, that was a little bit awkward but we did um uh, where else? Yes, we worked together with other local ministries where right. we would serve with uh, service, uh, music, and that yeah. sort of thing. So, yeah. yeah, that kind of fell through the cracks over the years, but yeah. we did a lot of that for many years.
1: Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Good. Um, well, your journey here at church has been uh, uh, interesting, and you have served in our congregation in many different capacities. Uh, music perhaps has been has brought more meaning to your yes. life, right? Yes. Because mm-hmm. you feel connected with that. Right. But now, uh, currently, you are our chair council member, right? You, you you are chair council. And I don't know if all of us understand <laughs> what that position entails. Oh, my. You yeah. know? <laughs> so maybe you can help us to understand what is... What is your role right now at Springfield Heights? Well, I'm still learning too. Okay. Because I So
0: I just want to all backtrack a little bit. So I was asked to be on council a few times over time, but uh-huh. I was busy with uh other things right. and I just didn't feel right about saying yes because sometimes you just have enough on your plate, right? Right. Uh now when when this uh chance came up, a few people asked Again, uh-huh. and I prayed about it, and all of a sudden it just felt right. Right, and so I'm, I'm just saying that God wants me to be here. Uh-huh. That's how I'm looking at it because I hesitated for a long time, uh-huh. and now the need came came about. So I had never actually been on council before, and okay. now I'm council chair. Uh-huh. So that's uh, a huge responsibility. Council has many things to work through and work out, and. Uh-huh. To th- to uh, be in charge of, right in in the life of of running a church, right,
1: uh-huh.
0: and especially now because we are in the transitional stage, yes. So there's there are a lot of fine tuning, a lot of details yes. to be uh, having to look after. So yeah, there's a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm learning. I'm still learning. And for the most part, I'm enjoying. Okay. Uh, sometimes uh, I've had to just step back and say, you know, I need a breath. Right. Take a breath. Uh, take a breather right now. Yeah. Um, because it has been it has been busy. Of course. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and what would you say are some, some of the main challenges of being at Council?
0: Uh, main challenges for me is probably uh, to... I I I feel like sometimes I'm I try too hard to be a peacemaker. Okay. So sometimes you need to know when to just say no. This is what needs to get done. Right. 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 And so I'm and and also I find that <laughs> counsel is sometimes also the complaint department. Okay. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. That's what we're here for. Um. But so sometimes just to deal with those kind of things, if yes. someone gives you a call and. They're upset with something right. and then you have right. to just, you know, stay calm yeah. and explain. Uh-huh. And uh, so, yeah, I've learned learned, you know, you develop a little bit of a thick skin and that's good. Yeah. It's okay. And you have a
1: lot of soft skills that help. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh. And so far, what do you say as some of the joys uh, of being a council, you know?
0: Well, I, I find joy because, uh, especially now that we're able to meet together in person, Yes, having Zoom meetings just is not the same. I know. And being together and uh-huh. just um, working together as a group, as a right. team, um, I, I find joy in that.
1: Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. Good, good. And when you think about this transition, I mean, transitions to me sometimes can be, they are kind of half and half. I mean, a transition can be very positive, or could be potentially be negative in the sense that uh, sometimes you don't know where where to go or what decisions uh, to make. Uh, when you look at our transitions, what what is the potential that you see uh, in it? You know, because right now we have uh, Pastor Ben, and we have talked uh, about this uh, several times uh, with you with Ben and we are trying to communicate this to our congregation um as clearer as possible yeah. and and one of the things that i i i, uh, I did for example one of these sundays is just to say i know that when we say the word pastor there are a, a set of assumptions that just unconsciously comes to our minds right and and yet we hired a uh, pastor van but pastor ben is not the typical pastor he's not be he he won't be preaching so much as uh, we would expect or he won't be leading services as, as we would expect or, or but his role is different
0: his role is different yes
1: so in, in your dream <laughs> what would you like um, to accomplish through this process
0: mhm i'm really hoping that people will come to understand that his role is to find out from each person yeah, uh, what they think in regards to what we as Springfield Heights Mennonite Church, what sh- who should we be as a church? Right. And I know that there are a lot of, uh, there's some baggage yes. for some people yeah, 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 sure. and struggles uh-huh. from the past. And some people are having a harder time to get past that. Yes. And that's understandable, but to verbalize it, to speak it, Uh to say it Uh to him, I hope that people can be honest. Yeah. Because with that, he will then be able to um, put together a report to us council. Right. And it'll be confidential. He will never say, oh, Maria said this or uh, John said that. Nothing like that. It'll just be a compilation of what people have said. Yes. And what they think needs to be worked out. Yes. And where we can go from here. Yeah. So I hope that that's a clear understanding. I know some people are still not quite understanding what... The transitional interim pastor means, right? And I know just this past Sunday, some people were asking uh, some questions, and uh, I'd explain that he's not taking Raphael's place, right? He's not taking Jack's place, right? He's here for a different purpose, yes. And so, yes. hopefully, people will really be open and honest uh-huh. and and meet with him. He's a very
1: nice man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's not going to bite you. Uh, absolutely, you know. So. One, of, one of the things, if I can say a little bit more here, I find so healthy to have these conversations. And I understand that, as you said, you know, sometimes we carry these baggages and getting to what is in there, it could be a little bit uh, painful. It could potentially create some discomfort. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I, I also acknowledge that we as people, as humans, don't know how to say a few things properly. Yes. But that's okay. Yes. Because Ben would would not be hurt. No. No. <laughs> you know? No. Ben is here to listen to us. Right. And and I found that fascinating. And I appreciate that our church and especially council, you know, invited Ben Paul's to 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 be in this place to listen to us. Mm-hmm. To listen to our stories, to listen what has been meaningful to us, to listen what hasn't been a meaningful in our congregation and to see in 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 that collective collection of information mm-hmm. to see and to discern and then to discuss with 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 council and the pastors where where God is is calling us to go where what right. God is calling us to be a specific congregation mm-hmm. and I'm so thankful for this yes. listening process and it it's my prayer. I've been praying the whole summer about this, um, and I continue praying about this. It's my, my prayer and my desire that people uh, could feel that this is a safe process. Right. This is a, a safe place to say things, mm-hmm. to name things. Right. To ask questions, to push back if you want, Um but at the end, it's a, it's a, it's a healthy process that's going to help us to move forward as a church. Yes. And that's my prayer, that we can get into that space to talk to them and say, hey, just be transparent, just be honest, yes. say what is in your heart. Right. And then let's talk. Yes. Right? Ex- yes, exactly. And let's, and let's listen to God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's going to take a little bit of, as well of, of work <laughs> from our side to, yes. to make space to listen to God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not as easy as it sounds.
0: No, it's not. And some people, I think, are afraid that they're going to sound like they're complaining. Yeah. I got uh, that vibe from a lady that I was talking to the other Uh day and I said, it's okay. You're not complaining. You are just... Expressing how you feel, exactly, or what memory you have of why did this happen, uh-huh. or why you know, just just say say exactly what bothers you, yes, or what you are really thankful for, right, or what you appreciate. Just just if it, you can be honest, just say exactly how you feel. It's okay.
1: Yes, yes.
0: So, but that's not always easy for people. No, not I know. I understand. Either, so.
1: That, yeah. that's why I'm praying about this a lot mm-hmm. of our, that uh, our our hearts would be softened yes in such a way that we can feel that this is a such an important process yes we all have our, our desires and wishes and taste about how church should be yes and and, and 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 could be potentially right right but at the end this is not about me or you or or them is it's about us mm-hmm and one of the things I was listening to these days is we don't choose this family. You don't choose your family. You no. this is a gift. Right. And and we not only have to uh, to, to appreciate this gift, but also we we, we need to work together in this a uh, this sense of usness that this is not about individuals but about our community mm-hmm. and the future of our congregation. So,
0: sure, thank you. Well, I also have to be careful because sometimes I'm a little stuck in the past uh-huh. and I think back, oh, that was so great. Why right. can't we do that again? But, you know, it's just life. Yeah. You can't repeat history. Yeah. You can't go back and say, you know, it has to be the way it was 20 years ago because uh-huh. that's just not
1: realistic, yeah. right? Yeah, so true, yeah. so true. If you think about... Um, The future now, but about it, what kind of hopes or dreams uh, do you have for our congregation?
0: I'm really hoping and praying that um, this church family Mm -hmm. will act like family. Love each other. Yeah. Listen to each other. I mean, family doesn't always listen to each other either, (laughs) but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, And be there for one another. Yeah. And support each other. And even if there are differences, it's okay. Sure. It's okay to have differences. Uh It every family has every it Every family you know? has it It doesn't mean you don't love each other yeah. You don't care if you, you still care about yeah. each other Yeah But um, yeah I just hope that we can become one Yeah Congregation
1: uh-huh.
0: That uh-huh. comes here on Sunday mornings Yeah And worships together in love
1: uh-huh. Absolutely That's what I would hope for That sounds beautiful Thank you for sharing your thoughts And, and what's in, in your heart as well, Hilly I You're appreciate welcome. it here having this amazing conversation with Hilde Dirksen today and uh, we are moving to our last uh, set of questions uh, more kind of miscellaneous stuff you know <laughs> things are more um, you know uh, perhaps more relaxed so uh, we are going to change a few topics here but Hilde what do you like to do in summer what 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 kind of activities do you like to do to have fun?
0: <laughs> I love summer.
1: Yeah. I love too. being outside.
0: And I, Ed and I have uh, an acreage, so uh-huh. I'm very fortunate right. that we don't need to go to a cottage. We yeah. have our backyard and yeah. we love our backyard. Yeah. So we have barbecues with friends uh-huh. often and uh, family.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And uh, I love uh, taking care of our flowers. And we have a vegetable garden. I'm not very good with vegetables. Ed, Ed has to help me with all that. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, and just going hiking uh, to the White Shell, nice. like, things like that. Do you have any hobbies? Hobbies? Yeah.
1: Do, I don't have time for hobbies. <laughs> Do I
0: have time for hobbies? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I'm not
0: sure. No.
1: Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe even just uh, flowering and hiking. Is yeah, that's my be. hobby, sure. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have mentioned just right now Ed. Uh, h- how did you meet Ed? Well, Ed and I knew each other here from church many years
0: ago. Okay. And a small world is that he and I worked very well together uh, when I was music committee chair for right. many years, uh-huh. uh, like on and off. And he was also uh, the lead of the... Uh, Sound committee. Yes. Uh, he's been doing that for who knows how long. <laughs> and then back in the, I want to say late 80s or yep. early 90s, maybe, I can't remember. We were involved together in our group that sang. We made a cassette tape back, yeah. Really? It was a fundraiser event. Uh Uh It was a large group. We had a large group of some instrumentalists and singers, and he he and I were involved in that. Okay. And so we knew each other. My husband, John, and Ed were friends. Uh And uh, I knew Maria, Ed's wife, Maria. We didn't socialize, but we, we were friends. Right. And uh, so, yeah, it's interesting how, how life changes. Exactly. Then his wife passed away very suddenly in 2002 uh-huh. in a car crash, and my husband passed away of cancer. All right. And then uh, and then sometimes, <laughs> I'm going to give away some secrets here, but... Uh, I like that. We would
1: <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on.
0: <laughs> it was just very interesting, and I hope he's okay that I mention this right now, but uh, we happen to be here in our church.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, At a funeral together. Oh, wow. This was years after both our spouses were gone. Mm -hmm. And we were uncomfortable going downstairs for the lunch. Oh. We just weren't comfortable doing that. We were chatting a bit. And so we said, let's go for lunch somewhere. Yeah. So we went for lunch together.
1: Oh, And that's sort
0: of how it started.
1: Look at that. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. So yeah. What?
0: and then okay. when we were dating
1: Okay, yeah, okay yeah. We
0: would date I'm going o- into
1: that actually. We,
0: <laughs> we we would date on the other side of town. Okay. Because we didn't really know where this relationship would go <laughs> and we didn't want rumors to start because uh, you know uh, everybody and we have a
1: lot of people here. Oh you yeah, know? oh yeah,
0: yeah here in North Cologne. So we never <laughs> had a date in this area. Smart. We dated way for Gary area, yes. wherever. We would Good. go on dates there. And okay. uh and then once we kind of knew where our relationship yeah. was going, then we were open about it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Hilly, tell me, what what did you like then about Ed?
0: What did I like? <laughs> uh, Ed? Uh, Ed, listen to this, yeah. okay? <laughs> Ed is a very kind man. Yes. And he's very sensible. He's yeah. a level-headed person. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I can see that. And, you know... Uh, if I want to get... Per- let's get personal. Uh-huh. So we, on our very first date, besides that lunch... Sure.
1: That's, it doesn't count.
0: That doesn't count. <laughs> but when he first asked me on a date, uh-huh. oh, I can't believe I'm talking about all this. He's going to say, why do you say this? <laughs> but um, I just remember telling him, and I remember exactly where we were too, telling him what I had experienced with my cancer. Right. And um, it was... Uh, like a really tough journey for me absolutely especially the second cancer absolutely and what had, had all happened and so then i just opened up with him and uh-huh. i told him exactly everything yeah. and then he just took my hand and he said well i want to i want to go uh through this with you together oh he was not critical in any way he didn't uh judge in any way Uh and that's what his answer was and that was okay
1: right he's a good man yeah (laughs) yeah and you feel the the connection and the support yes right yeah yeah that's amazing thank you for sharing those (laughs) things i'm very 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 appreciated you know i love i love when our people are feel safe to 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 say a few of the things that are are very deep Mm mm-hmm and, and, and in their life, so thank you for sharing those things. You know, uh, I, I'm very thankful to, to have you here today, and having this conversation, talking about faith, life, marriage, cancer, mm-hmm. and many other things in between. Mm-hmm. Um, that is life. That is life, right? Right. Uh, um, life not it's not always easy. No, but still beautiful. Mm-hmm. It has those challenges, and through those challenges. We change, we grow. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we have people around us that supports us, right? As mm-hmm. you you experienced in the past, mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you you have experienced those kind of things. In the sense, not the bad things, but in the sense that you have been surrounded by people who have supported you and walking alongside you. Yes. And I'm thankful for Ed and your life. You both are gifts for our church, and I'm thankful mm. to work uh, with you now uh, as a pastor. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we hope. And we I'm pray. thankful for you too, Jose Thank Luis. You. And we hope and we pray for this congregation. We love yes. these our people. They are our family. Yes. And we are so hopeful and asking and trusting the Lord that He'll give us the willingness, the strength, and the determination uh, to to do what he God is calling us to right. to be and to do. Yes, right. Yes, Amen. Amen. All right, friends. Uh, wow, this was a great conversation, and this is another episode that we have of yours, mine, and ours stories of faith and life. Uh, we hope to come back soon to you, but for now, thank you for listening. Have a thank good time. You God for Bye now. Me
0: into your community. Thank you, God, for calling me, thank you, God, for
1: calling me into your community. Thank you, God, for calling me, thank you, God, for calling me.